0: Oh, man. I've been here, what, 10 minutes? I'm already sick of you. <laughs> That's 10 minutes too long. <laughs> and then you came over here with this uh, that cowboy hoodie. 10 minutes too long. I was about to burn you.
1: <laughs> Not
0: that burn, right?
1: but, like... I don't get down like that. <laughs> However you choose to live your life, it's up to you. But, um, you ready to do this? Oh, yeah. Alright, man. Well, welcome to the Haters and Lovers podcast. Yeah. I wanted to go ahead and get out of the way. You already with the with the foolishness, if you will. But uh welcome to the hey, to Lovers Podcast. Let's try this one more time. It's your boy Russell. Lucky lefty on the track. And we are back in this thing one more time. Man, the streets have been fiending. They've been calling, asking me what's going on. They calling me. Oh but no, our podcast have the last couple of episodes have been performing well, man. We um and that's with literally no promotion, so We've got to start putting some work behind it, but we've still been keeping consistent numbers. So it means people seem to be somewhat interested in what we're giving them.
0: And we appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. So uh, man, let's just get right into it. Say so what you normally do? Get right.
0: <laughs> I guess you know, <laughs> time is all we got, so you can't get
1: that back. I don't even know what you're talking about right now, but uh, no, I do want to. Get right to it. Uh first things first, man. Let's uh, peace Uncle
0: Phil. For real. <laughs> I'm gonna be serious.
1: I do wanna give a uh, say rest in peace to my favorite basketball player of all time. Uh literally shook the uh shook the world. The world came to a stop that morning for a lot of people. Um I didn't really see a lot of insensitive memes. I saw some funny ones, but I didn't see a lot. I mean, you, of course you're going to get some, but I didn't see a lot of them. Did you see? I just saw one and it was talking about,
0: I guess Kobe finally passed. That's the only insensitive one I saw.
1: I saw that one and then I saw one where the Grim Reaper uh, was holding, or like he had just shot a uh, shot a helicopter into the mountains and then he said Kobe. Wow,
0: I so didn't see that one.
1: I did see that one. Um, I think that one was about it, but and it's, that tells you how much respect he had for people or how much respect this, he had by this people. This is how much respect he had worldwide. There was a picture of a guy shooting a
0: rocket launcher with a Kobe jersey on. They don't get no more
1: respect from there. But, oh, man, let me take a brief second. I want to do a uh, – I'm going to do a – let's do an eight-second moment of silence. It's 24 seconds is a long time. All right, man. So, again, rest in peace, Kobe. Thank you for all the memories, man. Long-time uh, long Lakers fan. Why is this still going off? Uh, Long-time Lakers fan. So, just uh, appreciative you. What's your favorite Kobe memory? Because you weren't a huge Kobe fan. I was right? not
0: a Kobe fan until he retired. I honestly couldn't stand Kobe. And it had nothing to do with basketball. I didn't like him because he stitched on Shaq. <laughs> that is the sole reason I dislike Kobe. Um... My favorite Kobe moment, actually, is not even in the game. It's in practice when he was talking so bad to Jeremy Lin and um, Swaggy P. (laughs) And then my second favorite moment is when he
1: called Dwight Howard soft. 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 (laughs) He with every syllable, too. He hit every (laughs) syllable in soft. Like, I think he might have added a couple of them. However,
0: my favorite Kobe commercial is the Jenny Rose.
1: Oh, I thought so mine is the uh the Kanye, Kanye commercial. It was
0: between that but the way he was looking at Jaden Rose and he's like, It's a joke. <laughs> <He is.
1: laughs> but um uh, no Kobe was great. I think my favorite memory of Kobe I mean everybody's gonna remember him hitting eighty one. Um I think my favorite memory is his last game. Um now he did when he took four hundred so shots? He should he he took fifty. <laughs> <laughs> But if you're going out your last game, aren't you gonna shoot as many I'm times? I'm not passing you? it. Okay what then. What they gonna do? Bench me? And it wasn't like he he didn't take 50 shots and hit went for 23. Like he went for he he still shot like 40 or 50 percent from the field at night. So um, that and coming back from um, coming back from the Achilles injury to shoot the free throws, I thought that was cool. But um, just a lot has been said about who he was off the per, off the court and just how passionate he was about his family and how he was really trying to push forward the game of uh, women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really had – I was really enjoying seeing Kobe kind of develop into what um, – and I hate to kind of compare it, but what Mike never really became after he graduated – after he graduated. After <laughs> he retirement. retired. Um, <laughs> my, I mean, my <laughs> <laughs> Mike and kids. Mike – I mean, of course, Mike went into ownership, so he couldn't really do a lot with other players. And, you know, he would go out and uh, work out some of his guys. And, you know, I mean, there's famous stories about him being 40 something and still busting these guys' ass. But uh, Kobe really took on that mentorship role. That's why you saw a lot of players really messed up about it. I don't know if you ever watched that show on ESPN Detail how no, I Kobe
0: didn't. breaks down, like plays and stuff like that. But um, he was a, actually a
1: student of the game. Oh, yeah. I mean,. You don't get – I mean, obviously, he was superbly athletic, but he wasn't LeBron athletic. Like, yeah. he got to do a lot of it by just understanding Yeah, he, he just had that will to want to win. I think Alan, Alan, uh, Allen <laughs> Iverson told a story about they were in Philly or they went out to eat one time or something. Or maybe they went in L.A. Oh, I went to the club. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what are you about to do? I'm about to go to the club. He's like, I'm about to go to the gym. Yeah, and that's, that's when Alan Iverson realized they were different. Yeah. So, it showed – but, again, rest in peace to Kobe, rest in peace to uh, Gigi, rest in peace to everyone else on the, uh, the helicopter, and just, you know, prayers up for their family, man, so. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, so, let's transition a little bit. Uh, definitely had to get that off of my chest as well, but uh, some more sad news, man. What? what? You want to you wanna talk about it? I'm here for you. Let's get this big oh. session out, man.
0: <laughs> uh, I spent all last night crying. What happened? Talk to the people. So, for those who didn't know, my longtime boo thing, or whatever you want to call it, whatever the kids are calling it these days, I don't know. But she went and got married on me. Um, and she didn't tell me. Apparently, she was secretly married. And who's this secret boo thing? Maya.
1: So, anybody who knows Nick knows that. Uh, he has been in love with Maya the singer for a while. Now, don't get me wrong, Maya's always been a beautiful woman, but she's never been like, you know, in high regard for me, but people love her. But Nick took it to a whole different level. And uh I used to listen to her songs <laughs> and nobody listened to her song. Mm-hmm. But and I can't believe
0: Here's what I can't believe. Here's what
1: I can't believe. I Everybody that I know knew that Nick loved her. So why she's pretending like she didn't know? Just because they never met That's and good. never had a conversation? Ridiculous.
0: And selfish. Like let me know. I'm out here in my feelings,
1: and you out here posting wedding pictures. <laughs> That's rude. But I told you she she went vegan, so that might have been was it might have been better for you. I don't know if you could. I was thinking about going vegan. <laughs> I honestly think you would have gone vegan for my year. like if she was like. Me and veganism? I would have never eaten meat again. That's (laughs) Paul. (laughs) Come on, man. Come on, man. This is not the time. It's not time for joking. I'm sorry, man. Ho, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds. You got anything you want to say to her? You want to... I hope it doesn't last.
0: That's all I got to say about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, just talking about, you know, the loves of our lives, and it's uh, a a special season for that, man, so we're moving on to Valentine's Day, so tomorrow, by the time people hear this, it'll be Valentine's Day, you know, people are going to be making uh, November babies and December babies, and I guess one of those... Sagittarius, Sagittarius, I don't whatever don't
0: know they how those zodiac signs are.
1: I don't know. But they're going to be making them. And my little brother's one. So it's probably about the time when my parents made him. Ah, uh, uh, he's about a valentine Your dad
0: didn't give him a gift. And, uh, get your mom a gift. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Taylor. Okay. you the reason, result of your dad being lazy.
1: <laughs> I hope my mom didn't listen to me. Uh, I told her I was calling. I was, what I was doing, she called me on the way over here, so... But I mean, hey, it adds up. So they were married, so it was not like. You I mean, know, yeah, it was. They were right here in these streets. But, yeah, uh, but... Now, she got a birthday gift, all right. She carried it for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Taylor, you were not playing. Okay. Actually, I was the one that wasn't playing, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But no, you got anything special? <laughs> <laughs> Get my wife a hammer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's not talking about a two set. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Um, so we don't really celebrate um Valentine's Day. So I've heard a lot of people or I've seen a lot of people talk about that. Uh, but they say it in jest or either the women are kinda just kinda go along with it, but like, if you ever get the opportunity to talk to my wife, or any of you all ever get to hear her on here, she'll openly tell you that she doesn't think much of Valentine's Day. So,
0: what are your thoughts on it? Do you
1: think it's overrated? I do. Uh, and, you know, it's very cliche to say that, you know, oh, if you treat somebody right year round, then you shouldn't take one day to show them you love them. And to a certain extent, I agree. So, for me, I always get my wife something small. Like, we don't, I'm not going to go out and buy her this big diamond chain or you know what I'm saying, show up like these people with a new car on the commercials. I think that's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, that's dumb. Don't ever go out and get $30,000 in debt <laughs> oh, hey, for me. <laughs> let me put a let me
0: buy something that's gonna depreciate now.
1: But I put a bow on it. Um, mm. But I always get her something because for one, my wife is never gonna be the woman her office whose husband didn't get her anything. <laughs> like all these other women in, are getting bouquets or roses. So and you do get her something for Valentine's Day? I'll get her something small, like um... Usually it's like some candy or she's uh, her favorite flowers, just something.
0: Uh, yeah, so but nothing elaborate.
1: No, I mean I probably might spend 15 dollars. Okay, and we don't go out to eat that day usually unless we just hope happen to be going out. But we may cook and you know saying stuff like it's that. It's probably
0: smarter to cook.
1: I'll spend more money on my daughter that day than I do on my wife because my wife it's not she doesn't care about it. Yeah, but you know I have a... and
0: you don't have anything to prove. You do stuff you're around anyway, so it's not like. You doing this going to
1: mean more or less. Exactly. She's going to be, she'd rather have that money to go buy her something or to go get her nails done or something. But, you know, with my daughter, you... Well, you're speaking for less than 20% of women out there. (laughs) Exactly. So, I can't, I'm not necessarily the man to say that. But even before my wife and I got together, I didn't celebrate it. Like, I always told them, like, I plan on treating you right year-round or... I was not treating them right, and I didn't care enough. (laughs) So Why should I change it this day? (laughs) I must say consistent. Yeah, I mean, I was always a great guy to them. I just wasn't always um, the most faithful to them. And so, you know, I wasn't going to go out my way to get a Valentine's Day gift. It was just kind of like, this is is what you see, what you get. I mean, hey, I'm 24. You know what I got for (laughs) you. (laughs) Wait, hold on. How was I getting married? Let me make sure. <laughs> 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 Delete all that. <laughs> uh, Nick, we got to start over. <laughs> but what about you, man? What do you think about Valentine's
0: Day? I think it's just, I think it's pointless. Um, everything is more expensive. You know, everything is crowded. Um, and does that one day make up for any other day out there? I just think it's, I don't know. I. This is my philosophy. If I don't get off, if I, if I don't get off work for it, it doesn't count as a holiday. <laughs> so, Valentine's Day to me is just another day. Um, again, I know like you said, it's cliche. You should be showing that person that you care about all year round. But I don't necessarily think one day dictates or, I
1: guess, classifies how your relationship is. I think that you should take care of kids, like, like your goddaughters or... You know what I'm saying? Nieces and stuff like that. Like, I would be more pressed to make sure that they have stuff. Yeah. As opposed to my wife. Like, you know, I mean, you know, if you really want this Valentine's gift, you know, the light bill was paid. The rent was paid. Mm. All of that. I know you uh, you saw that video. So. so, yeah. yeah.
0: Speaking of that, um, again, it was a video. And I don't know if it was around Valentine's Day or Christmas, but it was like six or seven presents and it was all wrapped up. And then so he has it on camera, open the presents. And she's thinking it's some elaborate gift and he's like, Boom, rent mortgage pay, paid. They were in the house. She got upset. And then she opened the next pack. And he was like, you know, a car note paid. So this guy's paying all the bills, all the mortgage. what uh, which is that is a bill, but to classify what bills are you're paying. He was paying um,
1: lights, lot, utilities,
0: utilities um, cable. I think he's he paying had a for car note Yeah, he's paying for her car note. So basically she's staying there and not paying anything. And the fact that he didn't get her anything for Christmas or Valentine's Day, she was upset. So, I'm asking you, like, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, like, as as a mentality for a a woman that she would get upset because it's not a gift, and and she may consider that her bills being paid as not it's like a necessity, not necessarily a a gift.
1: But see, I'm a little bit um, different. Like the women in my life have always been different. For instance, like depend now if we just got an exit uh, we've got excess money like you know we got two mil in the account and you come in talking about well, yeah you know that's different but like if you're ever in a situation where money's tighter just normal like my wife honestly wouldn't care like just to know that all our if we're financially stable that's what's more important to her and like my mom is more inclined to want to give but my mom is more so uh um, <laughs> thanks man so uh we need to start filming so you all can see what it does when i'm trying to have a conversation but so my mom is more inclined to actually want a gift but it's going to be the thought behind it yeah so you don't it can be a
0: ten dollar card or, well, not a ten dollar card but it could be a card, and she's yeah. like okay
1: so like you know for instance one year you may get her nails done but she's not the type to go and get a hundred dollar nail set you can get her nails done for thirty dollars and she's happy or whatever the case may be. Now, you know, she does like gifts, so she's going to take expensive gifts. But to know what you thought about her that's means more, more to her. So
0: let's go back to your point where you're, like, you're well off or whatever. So let's say they're not millionaires, but the guy makes, you know, let's say 70000 Which 70000 in a year? <laughs> I know he's bothering, right? <laughs> but let's say, okay, and let's say it's down south somewhere. So let's not say it's in Cali or somewhere. Right. Okay, so he's making a pretty good amount of money, and he could probably do more, mm-hmm. but the fact that he doesn't, but she still has everything paid, I, what's your thoughts on that?
1: I would think that you need to be appreciative that you don't have any bills, like, you know what I'm saying, that all this is taken care of. Now, I operate differently because my wife and I truly are partners. partner, so... Yeah. Like, there is no her money, his money, my money, our money, our money. so our bills are paid. So, I can't really, even though I may walk in and I may make more money than my wife, which I don't know if that's true or not. She handles the finances, so whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still not going to walk in and say, hey, I'm paying the bills. Like, even when she was in school and I was the only one working, I wouldn't claim that I'm paying the bills. But it doesn't matter, like I said, as
0: long as they're paid, regardless of how they're paid.
1: But... So, I mean, our relationship is a tad bit different because I know there are people who are married and split bills. Like, I'm paying this, that, and the other. So Whatever works for Yeah, but, I mean, that's not how I choose to do it. So, maybe I'm not the best person to speak on it.
0: I mean, I just get asking your thoughts, you know. I mean, people do move differently, and I understand that. Be
1: happy. Like, where are y'all going? Now, here's the thing. He can't roll in and say, I've been paying all these bills. You know what I'm saying? But he only paid him like last month. But the month before that was like your month. Oh, like yeah. he can't roll in yeah. like that or you know, y'all have $30 in y'all savings she's a legitimately
0: kill. staying there and paying nothing. I don't I don't see any reason why she should argue about anything outside of that.
1: Now, if it, it also depends on what it's for. Like if it's one of these, okay, this is my I will say this. If it's like Valentine's Day, then yeah, whatever. Christmas you know, it's kinda of expected y'all are gonna exchange gifts, but at least had this conversation beforehand. We say, Hey, we're not exchanging gifts this year. Now her birthday, you kinda of trifling if you don't get her nothing for her birthday. You just like, like if every holiday rolls around and you keep rolling out this same quote unquote gift. I mean, but you look at a card note, it's let's say he's paying
0: three hundred on a card note. Their rental mortgage is let's say
1: twelve hundred. Cause you can get you can get that woman something for her birthday. You can get her some flowers. No, nah, like I'm not know. saying
0: you can't. But like, what is she get? What is she doing?
1: Popping that for real? Nah, he can spend that forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that forty dollars nah, gonna get you right. Before, yeah, he don't have to pay that car note. But I mean, no, nah, I, I get. What
0: you so said. do you feel at that point she should be doing more for him
1: as far as? But well, we don't know what she. I just doing. no.
0: That's I'm what I'm asking. Do you feel like she should?
1: I mean. It depends on what they what, they, what your arrangement I'm is. I'm just
0: saying this hypothetically. I
1: think that you should have, you should, okay, to answer your question, I think you should have some accountability with your money. Like, okay. I shouldn't have to be, now don't get me wrong, I would gladly pay all the bills for my family because I feel like that's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all the daycare and all that, but like, if I roll in and I'm paying the daycare, the well, car we're not clothes, talking about
0: wife either. I thought they were boyfriend and girl.
1: Well, still, I, I they're operating as, a, like, I'm paying for yourself, we're operating nah, as man and it wife. depends on how we file. <laughs> But so I'm paying the mortgage. I'm paying all this other type of stuff. I need to know that you're doing something. Like, is this money being saved so we can open our business? Is this going to nah, our savings account? Like, it's made so you she can go to Vegas. Right. <laughs> so if you're doing that, then no, all bets are off. <laughs> but if we've got something else, some other arrangement, or maybe you're in school, like my wife was. Or oh, something. you're paying off so the, Okay, I, I, I can get that. Yeah. Like, but you as long as it's
0: being productive, you're not just like, you, all right, well, we're going to Cancun for the weekend.
1: Yeah, you make $40,000 a year, and at the end of the year, you got $20 saved over, and you ain't paid a bill all year. Like, cuz, come on. All right, I can get with that. Hmm. But, what, uh, would you pay all of Maya's bills? I ain't paying that conniving <laughs> no, trick, nothing. What? Can I call her one? <laughs> <laughs> Why, Snoop? Bro, <laughs> right, who was he talking to? Gail. Like, no, 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 no. Oh, when he, he asked said, the question, yeah, like he said, who, "Can I call?" Can a I, one? I call him one? You didn't hear nobody say anything, man. And then,
0: but he, but he <laughs> didn't even take time to process that. He's like, "Can I call her?" You, you funky dog.
1: <laughs> but Snoop jumped out of pocket with that one. Like, yeah, he did.
0: He he apologized too.
1: Yeah, and and, I
0: mean, that, and he did against what you know. He he apologized publicly. Yeah. What he say? Your your disrespect needs to be. What well, no? Your apology needs to be as loud as your disrespect. Yeah, whatever
1: that stupid saying is. <laughs> oh. But, no, like, I disagree with what Gail did. Um, I thought it was classless. I thought it lacked tact. Um, And she wanted to. It's like she pressed a little bit more on it, too, when she asked that follow-up question. So, it's fair to ask the question, but the follow-up question is really what did it for me. Because she wanted him. And then she dismissed, like, if I'm interviewing you, yes, I can get you to talk. But my job is to get you to talk. If you say something, I can't dismiss what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't ask you your opinion, and you tell me X, Y, Z, and I say, well, you wouldn't have. Like, you're you're now imparting your feelings yeah. on the situation. Like,
0: how you know what our relationship was, if I would know or not?
1: Right, and I highly doubt Gail's been in the club with <laughs> uh, NBA basketball, with NBA players. Like, that's what the situation was, but I really believe Lisa Leslie has been. Yeah. So... And I, I
0: believe she's went up to girls and was like, Hey, they want you. No, she probably went up and was like, Hey We want I, you. <laughs> <laughs> we want you <laughs>
1: That's irresponsible journalism. We shouldn't have said that. Well, I bet it's true. <laughs> We're not journalists though. Yeah, so it's true. Oh. So you what do you think about that Gail then? You think that she was wrong or I, I think when she when she
0: asked that follow up question, I think that's what did it for me. The fact that she was saying, you know, Well you wouldn't know. You know, but I mean, I, I feel like she is well within her within her right to ask that type of question. I mean, although it has been years ago, that's what they do. That's what the media does. But the follow up question is what.
1: It's like she wanted her to say uh, her to say something derogatory. But here's the thing that kind of also makes me mad about it. Like there is known, and I forget the guy's name, but one of her coworkers uh, was actually fired for rape. Like it was he raped wow. somebody, ended up getting fired, and she stood with him. And she said, you know, that basically, almost, and I'm summarizing, I should have the exact quote. This is not the exact quote, but essentially two things could be true. Like, I can know somebody who they are, and they may be guilty of this other thing, but she doesn't want that to impede who she knows. Like, she said something along those lines about a known rapist.
0: And then for her to question Lisa Leslie.
1: is, I mean, it's hypocritical, and it just shows, like, you have to be careful who, you know, what you do, but... But I think Lisa Leslie handled it well. Oh, yeah, I mean, Lisa Leslie handled it well, and I don't know... I think she
0: went interview on Snoop.
1: <laughs> Snoop said he was going to call the people on them. And it, then he talked about, I just meant social media. Because you're a crip. Bro. You didn't mean social media. Bro, but, you, but he, 50 years He old. covered
0: himself, because technically he didn't say who the people were. <laughs> so <laughs> that wouldn't hold up in the court of law, but we all don't snoop who the people are
1: but gail and um and her girlfriend oprah have been real trifling lately like the i don't like the way they go after black people or black men specifically but that's a topic for another day um so just speaking of stuff that's been on tv um you watched um what's that show the juco uh, the Juco on Netflix. What's it called? What am I missing? Um, the Juco series on Netflix. Jesus. What's a Juco series? Uh, football. Uh, I thought it was high school. No, it's Juco. Uh, I don't watch that Juco. I watched the high school one. What's it called? The one um, you, you QB1. Watched? So it's not QB1. So I am talking about Last Chance So Last Chance they the producers that made another series uh, for a different sport, Have you seen Cheer?
0: (laughs) What's so funny, man? (laughs) Wait, wait. They made a show
1: similar to Last Chance U for Mm -hmm. cheering? They did. Are these Juco Cheers? These are Juco Cheers. Now, now, hold on. Here's a caveat with that. So, at some point in time, you've probably woken up in the middle of the night and your uh, TV was still on ESPN or you flipped through it one day and you... Have at least you can have at least you at least know that they do the national cheerleading event down in uh, Daytona. Yeah, yeah. So this team is the number one team. They go back and forth with another team out of Texas, but they actually have won overall, like with every college uh, nationwide, like the four year universities, and all of that. So they are like uh, a rarity, if you will. Like they're that elite of a program. And so, it follows them in their quest to win. I believe they're second or third in a row overall. And, um, you know, just talks about some of the kids, where they come from, and some of the struggles and stuff they deal with. So, I actually watch the struggles the that cheerleaders deal with? Come on,
0: cuz. I'm, no, I'm trying to understand.
1: <laughs> that people deal with it just as a college student.
0: <laughs> as a cheerleader. Is that what you're referring to? Like grades and
1: upbringing? Like yeah, how hard like... Two-a-days are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so chilies do, do two days, I guess. Some of the <laughs> some of the uh, boys on there are uh, homosexual, so it talks about that. Like one of the dudes, oh, I, I can see
0: that the struggle that they. Like, well, hit.
1: like one of the dudes, for instance, his brother, he has older brothers, and they say they were gonna beat the gay out of him, so they jumped. Wow, him a couple times. Um, like one of them, his mom was basically poor, but cheerleading so expensive when you're young. Like she did everything that she could, and then like he. Uh, so not only is he gay, then he was growing up in this predominantly white area. And then his mom died, like, when he was a junior in high school or something like that. Mm. And so, like, every basically one of the other parents adopted him. And they raised money so that he could continue to cheer and all this type of stuff. So uh, one girl's a social media uh, influencer. So she was doing commercials and stuff and all of that. So it was just interesting. Oh The personal story. Oh, so you actually watched it? Yeah, no, I watched it. I watched it. So, you haven't watched it? I didn't even know it was on there on Netflix. I think you should check it out. I, think, <laughs> I wish you all could see the blank stare that Nick is giving. I'll me, add bro. it to my list. Um, so, do, what do you think about cheerleading overall? Do you think it's a sport? I think when they go compete, I think it's what well, the things they do,
0: yeah. Um. However, if you're a cheerleader and all you're doing is cheering for sports, Then, no. Um, First of all, Chili is contrary to belief. They have zero impact on the outcome of the game. I know some of them think they do. But I've never known a player to say, well, what happened on that final shot when it went in? Well, I was thinking about Susie cheering, and I really wanted to hit that shot. Or I played harder defense because she was saying deep, deep defense. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I do think in the sport itself as far as with others like basketball football I think cheerleaders are pointless however cheerleader competitions that's a real thing
1: I mean alright so. okay you play
0: high school sports you even play college sports did you ever in your life of sports play harder because a cheerleader was cheering that's just yes or no I've
1: never even known they were there <laughs> to be honest um now, I mean, let's just go on and call a spade a spade. I've it, I've done it. I've been to a competition before. Now, it just so happened to be that when we got there, nobody entered our division. So, we just basically competed and we won. And <laughs> we competed that good job, so. <laughs> um, That was in high school. And then, when before I decided to walk onto the football team at Tech, I also did it there and made the team. And then, like, I was on the team for like a month or two. And, you know, they were like really impressed with me. And then they were like, okay, it's basketball season. You got to go out here. And I was like, ooh, all my friends going to see me. <laughs> and I quit and decided to go play football because I preferred to play football. Uh, but cheerleading was going to offer me money towards school and all of that. So I say all that to say I've seen it not at the elite level, of course, but at the same competitive level they're doing it, you know, with all the tumbling. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I can still go in and do some of the uh, the stunts with the girls if needed. And, you know, all of that. It's not a sport. Absolutely not a sport. Just because something... The competition is not a sport? It's not a sport, period. Even so what classifies a sport to you? Because they got
0: cornhole on ESPN there. That's
1: not a sport either. So what... I mean, is racing a sport? You A sport is when you compete against somebody else that can directly influence the outcome of what you're doing. So you're saying and, like a one-on-one thing, like so... Well, golf. No, it's not a sport. Okay, I just want to make sure I, I understood your logic. It's not a sport. Now you have now it's a skill. It's a skill but set. But not a sport. It's not now, and people think that just because that you're athletic, and being athletic makes you better at it, that it makes it a sport. It's not a sport. It's just it's a skilled competition. Yes, but but nobody's it, nobody has an impact on how you perform. Correct. Like you and I can go out there together, and the only impact. That you have on me on a golf course yeah. is, well, you can't do that. I mean, you can. It's fraud upon her. No, you would be kicked out of the tournament. Whatever. So, <laughs> so uh, but oh the only impact that you have is just the pressure that I feel to try to match a shot for you. Yeah. But for the most part, we play different games anyway, so I'm going to hit my shot wherever I decide to hit my shot. Like you're not going to walk up in front of me and be like, "Oh, <laughs> block the shot! Hey, better, better, hey, better, better, hey!" Bad, bad, hey. <laughs> like it's just not going to happen. Which.
0: And another thing, I still think it's stupid that you can't make noise in sports like that.
1: But, and like, with cheerleading, you're out there by yourself. So, it's essentially what they're doing. It's a dance routine mixed with stunts. So, you're throwing people in the air doing a dance But, again, routine. it's a skill It's thing. like gymnastics kind of mixed into a dance competition. It's essentially what it is,
0: what so it comes like, down to. So, like, bring it on and you got served together.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. <laughs> um, and don't get me wrong. Now, let me say this. Those girls doing it are absolutely athletes. Uh, the guys doing it, the ones that tumble are athletes. But the some, ones that just throw a
0: girl up there that Some of the ones
1: that are just bases, I wouldn't necessarily call them athletes. And, again, this is speaking for somebody who's done it. So if you want to have a debate, come talk to me. Come holler at me. And I will tell you all about my reasoning behind it. But, uh, no man. Just because you're an athlete at something, just because you're an athlete who does something, doesn't make it a sport. It's not a sport. Um, but speaking of a sport, did you watch the XFL this week? I think it was pretty dope. I thought so too. You got a favorite team yet? Nah, I don't.
0: I just, I just, I haven't really watched enough because I watched bits and parts of it because I traveled uh, to Chattanooga last weekend, so I, I watched um, the very first game and then caught bits and parts of other games, but. Uh, what do you think about the rule changes, um, the, the one, two, three-point, the kickoff, the one-foot-in? What's your thoughts on kind of some of the things that they've integrated in the XFL?
1: So, the one-foot-in is kind of take it or miss. I don't really care as much either way because it's one foot for every uh, every level except for the NFL. So, you know, and I don't think people care either way. Like, yeah. I don't think you're going to watch a game like, oh, this Oh, shouldn't have been a catch. Like, it should be two feet. These guys aren't good. Like... And somebody else said it on ESPN, but I think if you look at it, the competition level is essentially, like, college plus. Yeah. So, it's still high level. Like, like double A. So, I mean, I think that's a sweet spot for them. Like, yeah. if they could get to where they're NFL minus, like, to where it truly feels like, okay, any of these guys can play in the NFL right now. And I'm pretty sure they can
0: adjust from one foot to two. Like, it's not like
1: it takes years. Yeah, well, I'm just talking about overall. But well, as well as level, the talent, but, yeah. Um, but... I was really impressed with P.J. Walker. Um, that's the quarterback from Houston. Um, I really liked um, Cardale Jones. I think that I liked seeing him. Oh, that's the one
0: that played for Ohio, Ohio yep. State.
1: I really liked seeing him out there. Um, I thought that he looked good. You could tell he, ha- he hasn't played much. Like, he started 13 games that year. Or, like, I think it's 13 games overall or something. They had one of the uh, Eagles draft picks out there. I think he played on the same team. Um, we've got a 10th graduate place for Seattle, mm. um, Dante's Bird. So if you ever okay. are watching it, um, Ricky Pro's son, if you remember him. Yeah,
0: uh, he caught a touchdown.
1: He caught the first touchdown ever. Yeah. So if you're ever in a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> and that question comes up.
0: I didn't even realize who he was until uh, I had my cousin watching the game uh, with me. And um, he brought it up. And I remember him. He played for the Panthers, didn't he? Yeah, uh,
1: Panthers and maybe the Rams. Okay. For some reason I feel like Ricky Pro f- played for the Rams. I don't but... know. All wide Receivers
0: to play for the Rams. <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, I thought it was dope. I like the. Uh, I did like the kickoff. I think it's a happy medium. I think with the way that everybody's trying to get a lot of violence out of the game, I thought it was a good way to. I liked like, it. To do that. That was probably my favorite rule change. Like you still have to be able to make plays. Now, what I am interested in, and something that you should watch, is how they start doing blocking. Because right now, everybody's lining up, and they're blocking the man in front of you. Mm -hmm. But if you notice, like, think about any offensive play. You'll see pulling linemen. You'll see people crack blocking and stuff like that. I'm imagining that eventually there's going to be something set up for that. So, like, let's say we're doing a return left. I may take this sixth guy on the right side and have him sprinting full speed, and now he's a lead blocker. Because that back end guy is probably just going to go straight for. The and he's going
0: to be just trailing the whole time.
1: And he's behind him. And then maybe I have somebody come clean him up from the backside just in case. Like, maybe he peels back. Yeah. So, Because you think about it, you still, I mean, you're, you're going to have to do something. There's going to be something they can do that's going to give you an edge to break it. And they've got some offensive minds that are going to be able to figure yeah. that out. So, I'll be interested. That's something I'm going to watch as well. Um, i Last when I watched the AAF, that's what I instantly wanted to compare it to. The defense is dominating. The offenses look terrible because they had so little time to come together. I thought the offenses were offenses looked really impressive, and I think that um, that's going to be the key to this being big because nobody watches it for defensive struggle. Yeah, nobody wants to. Nobody see even
0: watches. T- mean, the NFL for defense. That's why they don't. Nobody really cares about it. And like even fantasy football, you don't do ID Nobody really does IDP. If you do, you're stupid.
1: Nobody wants to see a 6-3 ball game. Like, no, I'm not uh, going to pay you $200. Think, think of
0: last year's Super Bowl. That was probably the worst, one of the worst Super Bowls I've <laughs> ever watched. Unless your team won. Yeah. So Aw, oh, dang.
1: Uh, why are we talking about that? What you thought about the Super Bowl? What Super Bowl?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, I thought it was a, a really good game. I was happy that, um, that the 49ers lost. Um, my dad's a 49ers fan. Uh, one of my good friends, Larry, is a 49ers fan. Uh, the main reason I want them to lose is not so much in spite of my dad, is for Larry. Larry is also <laughs> an LSU fan. Uh, so he can he would have had LSU and 49ers. You wouldn't have heard the end of it. Never. I, would, I told him if they win, I wasn't going to talk football with him until football season started next year. And this is somebody that I've played football with that you know I speak to once or twice a week on a regular basis. He also coaches high school football. Like, football is very important things that we talk about. And you want to talk to him too? Wouldn't have, I couldn't. I could, bro, you don't get to have both. So <laughs> you enjoy this LSU championship, dog. Be happy. <laughs> yeah, this was a terrible football season for me anyway. Cowboys didn't make the playoffs. We lost in the fourth round in a game that we could have won. Like, uh, Miami finished 6-7. and seven. It was the only team to not score in the I mean, bowl. Didn't you have in your fantasy football league the third highest scoring team? And didn't team? Like, make the playoffs or something. Because like, <laughs> it was just bad. Like I'm ready for 2020 football season to be here. So, uh, I'm looking forward to Oakland next year. So, do y'all play Dak before you get on, on to your... I... Thank you for bringing that up. I don't think that we should pay Dak. I think we should pay Dak to a certain level. Like anything so above what you think about 32, 33 million? 30. I wouldn't pay him any more than 30. Now, I might guarantee it. I'm fine locking in at 30. But they're talking about he wants more than Russell Wilson money who's the number one paid and he's at 35. So, nah, most people awesome. are saying you probably want to bring him in at 38, 37 and there's no way that's I'm doing like, that. Like, I want, as an Eagles fan, I would love for y'all to pay that. That's what like 40% of your cap or something like that. And then that if y'all do that, can y'all afford Amari? I mean, you know. I mean, I can get here with a salary Count. Right? You know, loan money in Dallas, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got that oil money. <laughs> that is true. It's what, the, what is the NFL going to allow us to get away with is the problem. Uh, paying Demarcus Lawrence now looks like a bad decision. Um, and I can admit that. Uh, paying Zeke, you had to pay Zeke. The line's pretty much intact. So the money's there. If Dak takes a friendly deal, we can keep our quote-unquote big three together. I just, I'm not I a don't fan see of that. Dak. I don't see Dak taking a friendly deal. I, I, I'd I rather let him get on the market and let somebody else pay him. Let, him go, let the Dolphins go pay him. And then y'all can get Brady. Uh, I don't know about Brady at 43. <laughs> um, And that's not, like, that takes nothing away from him. Like, you can give me Brady at 34 all day long. Yeah. But Brady at 43, you're talking about, a, like, at some point in time, his play's got to be I mean, fine. he can't throw downfield, of course. So, I oh. Uh, And I don't know if Kellen Morris is still the answer at O.C. Like, you know, I I just there's a lot of things that I want to see. I just don't pay that. I'm not paying that over 30. I mean, maybe 31, 32 per, but he's not going to be the number one paid quarterback ever, in my opinion. Like, he's not even a top 10 quarterback. He barely cracks my top 15. And that's my quarterback.
0: Well, you got a lot, a lot of Cowboys fans that feel differently than you do.
1: Well, a lot of Cowboys fans are stupid, too. So, so Romo or Dak? Prom- oh, Ro- Ro- Romo's hands down a better quarterback. Anybody who says, that, who says Dak was better or is better should be smacked. Like, Romo carried that team. You can never say that Dak has carried this team. The only time that he ever had to carry, quote-unquote, this team was when Zeke was out and his numbers were trash. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to... I if you're
0: one-dimensional, then you have to, you know, it's going to be hard as a quarterback. And
1: Romo did it for seasons. <laughs> for seasons. Outside of having DeMarco. And DeMarco would be hurt for three or four games yeah, at a time.
0: Yeah, he never really
1: now, hurt. No, you realize Tony won eight games with the third worst defense ever? Not of that season. Not in Born that all the time. The third worst defense ever in the history of defense. Amen. And he still won eight games. And had he not got hurt that year. He got hurt Is in that game 15. hurt he his back. One, I mean, got, one, of many injuries. Oh, yeah. uh, he got hurt in game fifteen. Had he not gotten hurt, then it was one of those games where we came in and with our backup quarterback actually lost to y'all to get in. Like uh, we lost oh, was y'all by like a touchdown.
0: Oh, was it the game like the winner got in the playoffs?
1: Yeah, you know how we did that for three or four years yeah. in a row. It was one of them. But like they, it was that same year that he went toe to toe with uh, Peyton when Peyton was still good for the Broncos. Yeah, when You're they about when him? they put up fifty. Yep. And people still man- The interception at the end. Bro, he threw the ball 53- Didn't
0: he put up 500 yards? No, it, it was like 400 yards. Something, he did up some crazy numbers. It was like 500
1: yards, five touchdowns. He threw one pick. And the, then it was like,
0: not the defense that gave up 51 points.
1: Bro, if I am a quarterback and I give you 50 points on my back, like this wasn't running the ball. This was him chucking that thing. And I give you 50 points. We supposed to come out here with a dub. Period. No question. No question. That. So-
0: Right. I feel like we talked about football enough. Um, so I got a question for you, and I've seen it a couple of times. But um, with random acts of givingness—I mean, uh, like you know, kindness. Kindness. I don't know why I said givingness; it's not even a word. I—I you know. was about to say forgiveness, and I was like, that's not right. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> random acts of kindness. How often do you post them? Do
1: you feel like they should be posted? Um, I have a unique perspective on that as well. So. Initially, I did not think that you should post that type of stuff. However, um, I was talking to one of my fraternity brothers about it, and he was like, man, I don't post it for any type of gratification. He's like, I honestly don't even want to be pictured like, with my face, and I definitely don't want their face in the picture, but what I do want are pictures of black men out serving and doing these things to be widely uh, available for viewing because we don't see it that often. Like you see pictures of white men being charitable or, you know, white people being charitable, even black women carrying the community like they do. But you don't really see black men leading the way. So he's like, if I'm going to do stuff like that, I don't need the recognition, but I want to make sure that I'm setting an example for future generations. So that kind of changed my perspective on it. Like, I don't want a full photo shoot. I don't want to be pictured in it. and I'm not going to make sure that anybody is in there that might be embarrassed, but, you know, I may let you know that, hey, we're out doing stuff, and that also lets people know what you're doing. Like, it lets people know that, hey, oh, Russell is giving out socks to the homeless or Russell is doing a, a food drive or something like that, so. That's what I think about it. What about you? Well, I just, me personally,
0: I don't, I don't post anything. Um, I just feel like, I mean, I, I get the whole making other people aware in case they want to get involved, too. Um, but I just, I feel like the way society is set up now, majority
1: of people do it just to be seen. For sure. I think it comes out and, of your intentions. was so anything else. Like, I don't need you. I'm not going to say, hey, Nick, take this pictures. So I get this man that's 20. But you'll be amazed how many people do. Your brother did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mentioned that to him and yeah. Jeremy is embarrassed by that now. But that's a growth and maturity thing too. Like he realized at the time, now that he looks back at it, he's like that was yeah, but I shouldn't certain. see it a
0: bit like as a lot of people I don't know, man. I I feel like their intentions aren't now, like I said, your fraternity brother, the way he described it, I feel like his intentions are pure. But I don't like the people that it just don't seem like that. They're just doing it for clout.
1: And here's the other thing too. The thing about the way he does it is If it's everything, you know, every time you do it, then, yeah, you're doing it for attention. Mm -hmm. Like, he might do it once a month that he'll post stuff like that. But then he may do it. He may be out doing stuff literally 10 to 15 times a month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's not taking a picture of him giving the homeless guy on the corner $10 either. Like, these are major things. Like, when we do coat drives, we'll take pictures of that type of stuff. But, no, just, like... Giving a man a sandwich, I'm not going to be like, hey, cuz, you know, make sure you... Like, now, you'll
0: do it. I met this man at the gas station. He told me this long, elaborate story. And, like, you have a post. I, I hate that. The, but, on,
1: the only time that I have posted or would post is uh, to bring awareness to um, mental health. And the reason that I say that is because I've actually been out and spent a lot of time giving to the homeless. Like, I don't talk about it. I don't get out and do a lot of that stuff or uh, advertisement of it. Mm-hmm. But... Um, we, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought, but, um, what was I talking about? Oh, giving the homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get out there and actually have these conversations, like, the realest thing that it made me realize was that anybody could be homeless at any moment in time, and especially being black in America. So, like, right now, we may save our money, we may be doing well, but people are not homeless. Like, most of the people I talk to are not homeless for a financial reason. And, like, I'll tell you a couple of stories. Uh, When I was in Houston, one time that really stuck out to me, I talked to five uh, people. All five people needed some type of help Mm -hmm. with uh, mental issues. None of them were uh, poor or were, you know, were poor at the time when they decided to become homeless. So, like, one person, uh, one woman walked in on her fiancé raping um, their daughter. Wow. Uh, they went to counseling. They got through it, whatever. Came back. Um, saw it again. And then he killed himself. Uh, like the next day because she was going to the cops or whatever the case may be. So she's like killed. I think she, he killed herself and the baby. Or killed himself and the baby. So she's just been kind of one in the streets. Like one dude saw his fiance murdered. Like uh one person just lost his job and didn't know what to do, so he just left and started walking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like one person lost his mom. One person honestly was talking to two or three different people while I was talking to him. And it was just me and him sitting there. So you know what I'm saying, like one and he literally like he told me two different stories about how he ended up there and it was like from two different perspectives. Wow. Um so like, you run into stuff, but that's like, that comes from spending the time and treating people in a humane fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, I prayed for so many people while I was there. And, like, one dude was like, can you pray for me even though, like, I'm an alcoholic? And we were like, well, yeah, man, like, that's what it's about. And then he was like, all right, well, can you pray for me while I'm drinking my beer? And I was like, well, it's going to be a first time, <laughs> but sure. And he was like, all right, man, I'm going to quit drinking. And then so he goes and comes back. He had a brand new beer. When he came back and I was like, I thought you were gonna quit drinking and he was like, Uh, ah, you know <laughs> <laughs> So but then he talks about, you know, how drinking makes him be able to deal with his reality. Yeah. And so it's like how do you judge people like that? You I mean not just you you shouldn't be judging people. You, you shouldn't judge anyone. Right, but that's the whole but, but that's kinda of what I'm getting at. Like you have to let people live and let live. But like we have a mental health issue with the homeless that needs to be addressed first and foremost. Like even taking these people, like, let's say we built homes and got all these people off the street. That's still not going to fix gonna stop a lot of them because you also need to somehow figure out how to pay professionals to come in and give these people what they need to be able to cope with it.
0: And you know that ain't happening.
1: So, uh, is that all you had on that? I know that kind of went deeper in the uh, Yeah, I mean, like, jeez, <laughs> But, I mean, I really do encourage people to get out and give, because life should be about more than just what you have and what you can get, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I feel you. Like I, I like to give, give back.
0: So, but I like, I like pe- people doing it for the right reason, not necessarily just to have some, you know, have a thousand likes or you know some confidence People, Cause like, I, I'll say this because I know someone on their birthday they sent like me and like ten or twelve others people like money, and it was like, you know, for my birthday I just want you guys to use this money to give, give back. And just let me know what you did with it. I didn't see it on social media. I didn't see it anywhere. You know, and to me, that's someone that genuinely wants to, to help people.
1: What do you think about the the birthday fundraisers on Facebook? Birthday fundraisers for themselves? or well, When people do it for whatever charity, like, oh, for my birthday, I'm trying to raise $200. Oh, yeah, this. I've
0: seen that. Um, it just depends on that charity and what they do with the money. Have like, you ever
1: given to one of them? No. I gave to um, Homer's. Um, uh, but Homer's was going towards his school. Okay. Um, uh, and then I gave one, it was, I, I've done it twice and it was like 10 bucks. Yeah. But, um, this people were raising money for, certain. I mean, like you said, it depends on what it is. I'm not going to do it all the time, but, uh, like I know Homer's passionate about that school and I know what he's investing in there. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man. So let's kind of get off of <laughs> the deep subject. Uh, <laughs> you watch power. Yes, I watched Power. Um, have you seen the finale?
0: I have seen the finale. Let's talk about it. Spoiler alert, since we're talking about it.
1: Me, 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 me.
0: Bruh, Is man. that how that goes? Nah, you're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't stand talking. First of all, I feel like Power just... It was just
1: watered down at a certain point. First of all, they wrote Power in three hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the whole... <laughs> Six seasons? Five seasons? (laughs) At least five and six. They were like, you know what? I'm going to order some pizza and let's get this thing knocked out. I feel like they had people making
0: mistakes. They didn't know. Like, Ghost, who's so careful about everything, was just doing stupid stuff. So, um, But, however, let's talk about the fact that he was trying to get out the game. And his support system
1: did not really encourage that. Like, I really feel like... Yeah, his support system didn't really help Ghost a lot, but I've okay. I told you Tyson's back, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about this. Tyson's back. So let's be real. Everything that went wrong in power is Tasha's fault. Mm -hmm. It's Tasha's from the very beginning. Like, so you know what I'm saying? You may have never been married, but you've been in committed relationships before, Mm -hmm. you know. You want your woman in that committed relationship or your marriage to have your back. Like, that's your rock. Like, that's who you, you know what I'm saying? You're going to bounce these ideas off of. Hey, babe, do you think I should get this tattoo? Hey, babe, what do you think if my hair goes this way? Should I pay this bill off? Should I not be the biggest drug dealer in New York anymore? You know, just all that type of stuff that you may ask your wife about. And so you want a woman who's going to see you for your full potential. So when you hug her, you bring her in close, and you say, what do you see me for? And she looks you in the eyes and says, the biggest damn drug dealer in New York. Like, that should tell you she doesn't have faith in you. Like, you're running a legitimate business, and she's concerned. She's not concerned about the fact that you could go to jail, that you could die. She's only concerned about the fact that you would be losing money from your drug dealings. But that's the version of him that she was in love with. She was in love with ghosts. She never loved Look, Jamie. Jamie. oh and so, like, I mean, but it goes deeper. First of all, let's think about this. The only person to to have sex with Tasha and live was the one dude who was smart enough not to trust her. Oh, the dude that, um. At the end. Yeah. That's the only dude that lived. Everybody else is dead. Sean is dead. Mm-hmm. Now, Kane killed Kill, Sean, yes. Uh, Ghost is dead. Mm-hmm. He's out of here. The Silva. Uh, Silva is dead. Everybody that got into that cookie is out of here, son. Ain't, Think about ain't it, Tasha. except for the one person who was smart enough to not trust an alibi. Him. And then, bro, how trifling you got to be to come set this man up, and then you screwing him. And then, bro, it was so funny when she was like, "Say hi, I was with you." <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> she was like, "I don't know." know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. But I will say thank you, Fifty, for giving us uh, one more shot of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one more shot of... Fifty, uh, you're real. Excellent uh, cinematic <laughs> magic. <mastery. Proportion. laughs> oh, um, So I, I was not uh, mad at some of those scenes. But uh, but she's stupid, too. Like So Tariq has now become Ghost, obviously, mm-hmm. as we know by the spinoff. I mean, he may not be formally going by Ghost, but he's assumed the role. Cool. We get it. So, first of all, this movie, this show has so many plot holes, it's it, ridiculous. It, it got on my nerves. So, they pull them in to investigate them about this death. Mm-hmm. They pull them into the, uh, the interrogation room. There's no cameras in there? He asked his person to go get him some water, and there's nobody else okay. in there? Yeah, after that, no cameras, no nothing. There is
0: nothing being recorded, huh? Because all the shows I watch... When they're in the irrit- interrogation room, it's cameras or something been filmed. You
1: need to record it, cause after that is hearsay, if you don't record it or you don't get a formal statement. So cool. Let's say just let's just stay in this world and assume that's how it's gonna go, right? Mm-hmm. So Tariq goes, "Hey, cuz, you need to say that it was uh, what's the light skinned dude? Uh, oh, Russell um, or Timmy's name on there? Dre. Dre. You need to say it was Dre, cause I saw you in there. You was drunk and you had a gun. And I saw you." And the lawyer goes, you didn't see me? He said, yes, I did, because you was drunk, and then you ran out. Okay, cool. He still didn't. Tariq had it handled. Because the, the dude came out came, uh, came out and was like, hey, you know, it was Dre, and you're going to jail. Like, he changed like that. Mm-hmm. Tasha, he told Tasha I had it handled and told her how he did it. And she said, oh, no, that's not good enough. Let me make this phone call. So tell me this. If you pin a murder on a dead man... How is that not? I thought it was handled. Because she's like, no, you can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the law like that. I just don't. Because he can't defend himself. Yeah. So if you have, if you've placed the evidence there and they accuse him of it, he's already in jail for murdering other people. They're probably going to wipe their hands of it. But no, she's. she's He's more dangerous alive for him to say, oh, no, I didn't do that. Right? Am I tripping? No, I didn't understand that part. Why she went an extra step. So, another thing I want to talk about that's been brought up. So, Jamie got shot, right? hmm How did he fall in, like, nothing from, like, did you see the balcony you ever pay attention to? It was attack. In? So, and he didn't, like, tumble over it like he did flips or nothing. So, okay, cool. I'm not even going to talk about that. I'm going to bring up something else. Tariq shot him one time. Pow, mm-hmm. right? So we finally see Tasha comes rolling in. Oh, my God, you got to get out. You know, blah, 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 blah. So they get to the moving. They handle it. He done shot his daddy. Tommy's talking to him. You hear cops in the background, sirens, right? Mm-hmm. Off of one shot. Tommy shot out 5,000 bullets <laughs> in the, in the, the- middle <laughs> of <laughs> downtown <laughs> New York and Police walked officer. out. Tommy killed a nigga right in front of his doorstep. Um, a couple of episodes ago. Oh, yeah. I still didn't understand that. Like, in his hallway. In his, his hallway. In front of somebody else's door. <laughs> he killed somebody. And no one found out. No cops came whatsoever. But you shoot one shot. In a club. Now, let's also talk about this club. Now, this is one of the hot... Truth. One of the mm-hmm. hottest clubs in New York, right? Mm-hmm. There's no cameras nowhere. Nope. So, no cameras nowhere. So you mean to tell me Tariq can come in, store a gun, store clothes, shoot his daddy? Actually, I think they are cameras because I think back in where
0: when that guy tried to plant that gun in um Ghost's office in truth, wasn't that on camera? So I guess they picked choose be right. when the cameras working out. So,
1: here's the funny thing about it. Okay. Cool. May not be Well, how's the back door open always. Cuz how did how did Tasha get in, bro? Everybody got so nobody in. Nobody locked the door. Everybody got in everywhere into that building. They came in five different exits. Guys, think about it. Tommy came in a different way. Uh, what's the lawyer's name? He came in a different way. Tariq came in a different way. He let Dre in. Like all, everybody so came seven in. Seven people way. got in the club. So now there's no video outside, right? Because, so let me get this straight Tariq can shoot him, cops can show up. Tariq can change clothes and throw them in a dumpster. So you mean to tell me the cops showed up and nobody, they didn't canvas the area. No. They, they just they came. all went into one exit, I you mean know, entrance. Then he goes and runs up, oh, that's my dad, that's my dad. And then he has time to go back and get the same clothes out of the dumpster and then burn them and do all that. And nobody saw anything. Nobody thought it was odd that his son just so happened to be Walking around the corner. Obviously, they have one good cop in all of New York, and that's Tate's brother. Because
0: I don't know how he took from what Tate was saying to know that he was caught up with everything. You know that was his real brother? Yeah. That was his... That's the same daddy from uh, Don't Be A Menace, ain't it?
1: Oh, I don't know. He was. He played uh, Sean Wayne's dad, the little one. Oh, I have to go back and look at it. But, yeah, man, so Power was interesting. I So... Taking it for what it's worth, I actually enjoyed it. Like it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching these four spinoffs. They, I'm not doing it. Are you? Uh, I may depends on what I have already to
0: watch. But if I'm bored, I'll watch it. Uh-oh. So
1: I, okay, let me say this. I may watch. I'll probably if I watch one of them, it's going to so, be the ghost one with Tariq. I, I gotta watch Tommy, and I'll probably watch Tommy. So I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch all four. It's a better way of saying it. I'm not. I don't but the one with Tate. Tate. Bruh, no, nah, cause you could have kept that one. And the one for Kanan, I'll watch it if it's like a flashback. If it's like a right, eight, it a mini playback. series, let's say it's like, like a a, yeah, eight eight episodes and then it's done. Okay, I can do that. But you're not gonna tell me you're finna give me six seasons of Canaan, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm cool. Oh, so how about
0: what a lot of people are saying, especially women saying that Ghost um didn't leave his family anything. Like he just he didn't leave them his family. No, no, they're saying he left them high and dry because. He left, you know, rules that you know he has to finish college, he hasn't has to have this GPA. What's wrong with
1: that? They see a problem with that. I haven't seen anybody say that, so I'm going to take your word on it, but like he left Tariq everything. And like so like we there was you, a Tariq and Rainer, but No, nah, okay. On. Let's also be real here. Cuz you're not going to screw the driver you're not going to screw my hey, lawyer. Yeah, gonna you're not going to screw the dude from the daycare. <laughs> you're not going to screw, you know what I'm saying, all these random people and think that I'm going to leave you money? Like, why are you shocked at this? Because you, you wanted a divorce. You wanted this divorce. So, no, you're not getting nothing. You turned our son into a drug dealer. And what
0: does the mama do? What is she talking about? What are we going to do for money? Like, did the mama just depend on them? Yeah, the
1: mama was just uh, a gold. That's why she kept encouraging Tasha to not to leave. stay with them. No. Like, because uh, Jamie or Ghost had been paying all their bills. So, But even she got broke out. She got a year. She got a year to figure it out. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ghost, the new Ghost, Tariq, because... You got you got into a college already. Now, you still have to have some decent grades. Yeah. I mean, he was already... They said in the show he was a smart kid. So, go knock out this 3-1 or 3-5 or whatever the case it is. And you know what I'm saying? Be good. Yeah. Like, and I'm pretty sure if they can get you into a college mid-semester and when you're a senior in high school, then I'm pretty sure that you can be like, hey, I got a, a, a 3-4. Don't I? <laughs> What's good? Like... You know what I'm saying? So you go do that. But Charice also a psychopath too. Anybody that can turn it on and off like that. Yeah, dude is do do have some some screws loose. No, your mama just got arrested. Your last your last parent, and you went off to school like ah! you know <laughs> he had. I expected him to have like a breakdown moment or something. I guess his
0: breakdown was when they was actually uh, arresting her. Other than that, it was you know hey business as
1: usual I guess. But I hated that he didn't die. Like, hey, how is he the it's only so person to get so many on? opportunities he had to die. Like, I thought Tommy was going to kill him. Should have. Ghost should have shot him in the head, but... That's his son. But I would have shot him. Well. If I was Ghost. And he wouldn't be in this situation. So, let get ready to wrap this up. I do have one more thing. Uh, and we'll carry some of these other topics into the next one. But um, one of them that I did want to ask you. It was a topic that was on Facebook. And I actually agree with this. So, do you think... As men, do you think former hoes make better companions for women? Better mates, better boyfriends, husbands? So you think as a, like,
0: former, guys that were former hoes are better boyfriends? Than, I do. Um, I can see both ways. I can also see that former hoes, they've been out there enough to know, well, one, be tired of hitting different hoes so they're like okay i just won't just you can't call women hoes i mean i just saying it because i don't know them individually
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um this is the moment where i want to apologize for anything that you may hear out of nick's mouth boy you call a guy ho <laughs> that's different though <laughs> double standard
0: <laughs> right but um i don't know i don't know because
1: then, if they used to be a hoe, then they say once a hoe, always a hoe. So uh, I don't believe that. I I'm not gonna accept that slander. I don't think that that's true. <laughs> I will not let you slander our friends like that. Um, and the funny thing though is the major hoes that we know, most of them are extremely faithful. Like they're happy dudes, and I'm gonna tell you why. Now, if any woman's been listening long enough, this is the time where you really get to get into our heads. So. When you're hoeing, you've got a lot of things you've got to worry about. You've got to juggle um, not getting caught first and foremost. So what that entails is you've got to handle two or three different women playing a couple of different roles, and you've got to be able to maintain all of these different roles. So you might have a main chick. You may have a side chick. You may have a jump off, and you may have an occasional, like, I'm just getting to know you, but then you can't treat them all the same. You've got to know who's texting who. The other things too is like they all have different personalities. They have different things that trigger them. So you have to be a different person for each one of them most mm-hmm. of the time. Like you may have a fun, happy chick that you need to be fun and happy with all time. So also. you're just saying it's too much work? Well that that's what I was gonna say. With well, first foremost, it's too much work. Like by the time that dude is done hoeing, he's realized he didn't get tired of being a hoe mm-hmm. per se. He got tired of the work that comes with it. He got tired of, you know what I'm saying? Like, at a certain point in time, it's just like, oh, like, I know how this is going to go. Like, when you reach a certain level of being a hoe, if we're keeping it being transparent here, when you reach a certain level, you can predict how it's going to go before you even have a conversation with a girl. You can be like, okay, I'm going to walk up to her, and I'm going to say X, Y, Z. And she's going to say such and such, such and such. I'm going to make a joke about where she's from, and she's going to laugh, and I'm going to to... personally offend her somewhat Mm -hmm. just to kind of get her giggling and then we're going to talk about this. I'm going to take her back tonight or I'm going to get her number and close her later on this week. Mm -hmm. Like, you know how that conversation is going to go. So, it's like boring. It's not even a thrill to the chase anymore. You know what I'm saying? And then, also, you get older. Like, when you're young and, you know, you got all this energy, like, you work 40 hours but then you don't have no other responsibilities. You got plenty of time to hold. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time, or when you're in college, bro. When you get to be thirty and you got kids, you kind of like, I just, I just need some
0: sleep. So to, <laughs> to your uh, point, so what about nun
1: holes? Like, how is it? So I don't think that they have enough experience. Like when you go to be an engineer, you need to be, you need to have some experience behind. It. You need to know how this wow. works. Oh, uh, and so tell me I'm lying. Do, can you not be with one woman? And she has a couple of different personalities depending on the day, the time of the month, or whatever she's got going on in her life. Is that a fair assessment? I, yeah. So, like, you need to be able to know how to handle that. You need to know when she is acting like this, I need to walk and move accordingly. Well, what's to say they haven't been through that just because they, they ain't stopped. got the experience, son. <laughs> you can't get paid 100000 dollars a year when you first out of college. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your... You gotta get some work experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Five to ten years. Of you know experience. what I'm saying?
1: And and then you need to know how to handle that thing. You need to know. You said you just can't learn. You got to get in there. You got to get in there. That comes with the experience. Hey, you got to grind to it. We through it sometimes, man. Literally. Hey. (laughs) This is a... uh, But no, I I really do believe that. Not to say that you can't be a great husband or a great provider if you have never hoped. You know, I, I hope most of the young men that I mentor never go through that whole life. But, you know, if they do... You know what I'm saying? They probably gonna... If they can get out of it... The hardest part about what issue that women have with former hoes is that they don't catch them when they're former hoes. That's <laughs> why they still hoeing. <laughs> and then when you're... As a dude hoeing, you go through like two phrases where you think you're not a hoe no more and then you kind of jump back into it. You're like, I'm tired of this. And then...
0: just like And then uh, it's like,
1: oh, another hoe! Oh, okay no. <laughs> So, um... Yeah, I mean, it happens. You just have to be able to move on. It's comes kind of a growth. Like, and, you know, they say all women go through a whole phase. Like, dudes go through a whole phase. And honestly, I think it's longer than most women um, for theirs. But it's also because it's easier as a dude to be a hoe. Like, you don't have any societal judgment. Like, you don't – like, nobody's going to be like, oh, Nick's been out here in these streets. Like, yeah. nobody cares. So long as Nick don't have a bumpy penis, like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. But a woman can have sex with two guys, and, oh, she's a hoe. Oh, she banged a homie. Yeah, bro, they went together for seven years. Like, why are you even talking to her? This society is dumb. It is. That's why I'm so glad I'm not a woman, man. Oh. They
0: get drinks for free. They get in the club
1: for free. Women, right, if you're a broke woman, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. cause uh, Even though I know you get paid less, but you also probably have 37 degrees if you're a black woman and you've overachieved your whole life so there's no reason for you to be broke outside of paying back these student loans
0: <laughs>
1: student loans but yeah man no that was a topic i'll die back in there when we have some people who are uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was waiting to see how you wanted to, to word that <laughs> who are retiring or e- recently out of their whole phase or maybe currently in the middle um, we'll let y'all be the judge <laughs> by their responses. And we definitely need to get a woman on the show. We have not had a woman on the yeah, show yet.
0: Yeah, I, and I have um, some women that hit me up like...
1: No. That
0: they're like, y'all need a woman's perspective on the show.
1: Oh, they're really going to hate this episode then.
0: So, um, we need to do that soon. Yeah. I would say within the next two or three weeks, we need to get
1: some women on the show. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we need to get some more equipment to get that set up, but... Yeah, but we'll do it so you got anything else you want to cover nah that was about
0: it Uh, everybody enjoy your your day Uh, I think we post this tomorrow
1: yeah Yeah, Uh, I'm gonna edit it tonight so the last delay has been on me I you know basically just didn't load it like I don't know why or any rhyme or reason it just wasn't loaded so uh, I'm gonna do this one tonight before Nick kicks me out and uh, it'll be loaded in the morning man so you all have a safe and happy Valentine's Day wrap it up you took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, please don't make any babies born in December. I beg you. They are terrible. And my brother was born December 1st, by the way. No, that's not uh, right. the way yet. So, uh, but no, man, y'all have a, a safe and happy weekend, man. And um, I still haven't figured out how to end this podcast. So I'm just going to let you. Uh, bada boom, bada bang, murmur, murmur, That's not the way we <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> This has been. The Haters Lobos podcast, man. Y'all have a great day. Like, I don't know what to say. All right, y'all.